genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 76, which begins with Gary refusing to show the others his arms and ends with Gary repeatedly headbutting a wooden post. Yep. Not a great minute for Gary. No. No. His friends are ganging up on him. It's rough. It's an interesting concept that Andy comes to. Where he's like, we haven't seen you for years. And then all of a sudden, you just are like the Pied Piper. Come on, let's all go to Newton Haven. You know, like, right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, that's that's true. It's it's uh, it's a it's a really fair point. And if that had been that would have been a crazy twist. I was about to say I, we've compared this to Doctor Who and we've, and we've also compared this to the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that would be the Twilight Zone ending, right? Where the 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 fight, like the scoundrel cad best friend that they're all like, ugh, is the like, yes, you've fallen into my trap, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, oh man, it, like a moth to the flame. Yeah. Kind of like a weird, like metaphor for a figure of of anarchy and freedom being a mascot of control or a tool of the control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's pitch it to Jordan Peele. All right. <laughs> uh, going back to the beginning of this minute, um, Andy references the injury that he knows Gary has. Yes. Uh, which was happened in fifth year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fell off the stage uh, and uh, during like a ball. Of some sort, like a some like kind a of dance, some kind of ball. I, I assume a dance. Yeah, I don't. know. I like ball. Yeah, I think that's what they call them. Maybe in England, they call them balls they instead had, of dances. You got the Yule ball, right? The uh, Triwizard was it the Triwizard ball? Isn't that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the same. They didn't have two dances in that movie. If only. <laughs> Uh yeah, I see so, what you mean. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think that's what it is. I think it's like a dance. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess he was fucking around and fell off stage and had to get a metal plate in his elbow. Yeah. Um, in the but that's it, it's slightly different. There's a lot of things where, uh, like lines of dialogue that Andy says are different in the script than from uh, what. Nick Frost actually says. Interesting. Um, not like just like rearranging words, like actual situation. Because in the script, the way the reason that he uh, dislocated his elbow and got a metal plate was for uh, fucking around on a skateboard. Oh. Which is like very different from falling off stage at a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the – I don't know like, what that, that is. That, that's enough to be – like, was it an improvisation or was it or was it like, you know, both writers are on set every day. Right. Was that a, a, a choice that they made? Because it's 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 so it's 
decide- very specific. It's specific and decidedly different. Yeah. But it also is a lateral move. Right. It doesn't make anything better or worse. Right. So you wonder why the change even happened. Yeah, exactly. It's very it's it's weird. Or is it a thing where where he just couldn't remember his line and just made something up because he knew the gist of what had to happen? That's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Simply because he would you know, he would be comfortable enough with both of them being Peg and and right, right. That they would be like, yeah, it's that's fine. That doesn't contradict anything, right? It's they, the, it it ends up the same place. Yeah, they, yeah. You, you you fucked around with your elbow because it's also both his fault in both scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Which is what's important because mm-hmm. all of their scars are his fault, but also Gary's scars are his own fault. Yeah, it's also not, they don't hurt each other. Well, no, he hurts them. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. don't hurt. They, him. they don't hurt him. Yes, right. I right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never hurt him. He hurts himself and he hurts them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a mess. Can I? Um, can Gary I bring, King, human disaster. Can I bring some? Very much so. Can I? Can I bring something up that I've had in my back pocket for a while? Sure. And I keep forgetting to share it on the yeah. podcast. So uh, much has been said on this podcast about how Gary King in this film is both the protagonist and the antagonist of the yeah. story. And I was thinking, well, what other movies? are the protagonist and the antagonist one character. And uh, it dawned on me while I was watching Avengers Infinity War. Oh. That, that is also a movie where the protagonist is the antagonist. That's true. And I couldn't help but see similarities between Thanos, the Mad Titan, <laughs> and Gary King. And Gary King. Getting all of the, all of the gems is his golden mile. Wow. And every character in the movie is like, don't do that. That's stupid. The science doesn't work. You're you're an idiot. <laughs> Daughter, it is a simple calculus. That's amazing. And he just wills himself. And he's to, willing to sacrifice his friends yes, to do it. Yeah. And he gets what he wants. He wins. Yeah. But it comes at great cost to oh the Oh my god. The entire world. The world's end it got to Infinity War before Marvel yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. They got to Infinity War a year after the first Avengers. They did it. They were like, we see where this is going. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Gary King, the Mad Titan. I want like a World's End poster, but it's Thanos and the Black Order. <laughs> wow. Ugh, remember the Black Order? Oh, hell yeah. Proxima Midnight. Yeah. Remember how important they were and integral to the uh-huh. plot of the movie? <laughs> Uh, oh boy! God, I'm trying to think of one more of their names. Corv Corvus Glade. Is that his name? Yeah, I remember my friend Hunter and I were like semi ironically obsessed with the Black Order. Yeah, leading up to the movie coming out because we right. were like, who are these guys? So we were just like looking up stuff about them a lot. Yeah, and it paid off. It paid off in spades. <laughs> really, it it just paying off like a slot machine. <laughs> I remember when they come back to life like the last ten minutes of Endgame? You're like, oh, okay. Oh, we're back. Oh, no. Oh, they're gone. (laughs) That's true. They're not. It's weird because they all die in Infinity War, right? Mm -hmm. So then in Endgame, they should be around again, but they're not. Yeah. it's So they're like not. They're never. I don't remember them like hanging out in Endgame when they flash back to Thanos. Well, yeah, because they go back in time and Thanos is like, you know, never didn't get. He didn't do all the things that he did in Infinity War yeah, yet. Yeah. He wasn't there yet. No. So had he not formed the Black Order? Yeah. Did the Black Order did he form the Black Order after like um 
Nebula and Gamora yeah, failed? Yeah, maybe. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So they're like... Replacement. <laughs> Replace- were they on the Black Order originally? Yeah, was was Gamora and Nebula on? Were they on the Black Order and then they left? Yeah, were they all in the Black Order? Is it like a Knights of Ren situation? Why do the Black Order all seem like they're one species too? Yeah, they're all just like yeah, Gamora and Nebula, strong designs, right? Very memorable, You're very like, different, great, cool, yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, and the big hulky dude, Obadiah Stone, no, <laughs> yeah. um, Obsidian, Obsidian something yeah because they're all black stones right they're all types of black stone and then there's the one that's the one that squidward the one that tortures dr strange right um eczema something i don't know yeah it's a black stone whatever it is it's a black stone (laughs) yeah they were all kind of just vague gray shit i guess proxima midnight was was kind of human humanoid i get well i mean they were all humanoid sure yeah she looked the most human but she was also like nine feet tall that's true (laughs) yeah Where's where's their Disney Plus series? I don't know. Yeah, well, anyway, all, I, now dead. I guess they've never existed. Now, <laughs> right? Yeah, something. I don't know. Who does? All of that stuff is pretty wonky. I'll be honest. Yeah, um, but this is airtight. The world's end. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They don't. They're not in an alternate universe. At the end, Thanos. It, Thanos <laughs> just comes forward in time, right? Yeah, I thought he turned to dust. Does that happen when he, he's dead? He turned to dust, right? Yeah, but he came forward in time before turning oh, to dust. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. He's like past Thanos, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I like the idea that Gary King is Thanos. Yeah, I think that's great. It's perfect. It's true. Also. And they're uh, yeah, and he doesn't want to show him his arms and the. Uh, <laughs> he's got his black order at the end of this movie. Yeah, he does. That, that the was blank order. The blank order. <laughs> Gary King and blank order. Write it down. <laughs> Saving that one for uh, for whenever we get to that episode. Yeah, be a good um, T-shirt. Good title. Uh, yeah, I wish there was like there is a way to make a Gary King as Thanos image image that would be instantly recognizable as that's what it was but i think it's too complicated of a <laughs> like would it be thanos wearing a sisters of mercy shirt and a leather jacket <laughs> that's pretty great <laughs> i'll be honest and the avengers are it's just a recreation of the world's end yeah, poster yeah, just a different avengers it's thanos and then yeah. all the avengers are like oh, this castle <laughs> And he's just holding up the glove like a pint of beer. Oh my god, that's amazing! I love that. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony would be uh, would be uh, uh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> he... Oh boy. All right. Anyway, so we have uh, the introduction of King Gay. Yeah. I. It's so stupid. <laughs> I think it's it's, yeah. it's so stupid, and I love how how tickled Peter is by it. He loves it. He loves it. He thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. <laughs> King K. <laughs> and then it's like some someone must have scribbled it out and wrote it. Stephen's like, it was me. It was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty proud of it too. Yeah. He's like, got him. Do you think he, that paid off when yeah, I did that? That's, like, a, that's the thing, is do you, you think he did that like in ninety two? Like yeah, yeah 90? probably. That's great. Yeah. It's just been like a that. Thirty year payoff. Yeah. Somebody scratched out the arms. 
Uh, well, it says King Gay. <laughs> the way he says it, too, is just really funny. Oh, man. That's good. Good times with these boys. Yeah. And he was looking pretty cool with his, like, jacket. Oh, yeah. His hands in his pockets. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's got his jacket like pushed behind him. Almost for- looks like he's wearing a trench. I forgot what his yeah, I forgot what his post-apocalyptic look is. So I'm excited to see it. Steven? We'll get to the end of it. Yeah. Stevie baby? Stevie baby. Uh I don't I don't think he has much of a look. I think him okay. and um Sam look pretty normal. They're okay. just like in their little shack. Got it. On the farm. Yeah, but yeah. like Andy Andy is just like the weirdest to me, I think. If, oh, I, yeah? if memory serves. Yeah, I think he's got a headband or something. Yeah, on. yeah. And then Gary looks like, uh, like a like an old science fiction writer from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So this this whole th- this scene of like them trying to get uh, irrefutable proof that this is like the real Gary King and not a blank. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gary's solution, I guess, in in like headbutting the post is to say, look, my head's not smashing in because I'm not an ache. Man. I never thought about that. Oh, really? I assume that that's what he was doing. I yeah, that's all. That's I, I, I like that. That's what he thinks he was doing. Yeah, because I was always like. What is he trying to prove? Because yeah. my take, I think their takeaway is like, oh, no, no machine would be that dumb. Right. And yeah. Illogical. Right. But it always seemed like, why is he doing that? But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's what he's, his thought process is. Literal like, headcanon. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, hitting his head on the post because if he was a blank, it would smash because he's a smash, 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 smash the egg man. How many non-violent accidents do you think these things have? I don't know. They seem to fall apart pretty easily. Yeah. Like, you know, none of these people are like, you know, super, you know, they're all of average human strength and they're just tearing through these dudes. Yeah. Like what happens if, what does a car accident look like? God forbid. Like an omelet. Like a, like a, like a men in black explosion. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, the men in black would have made short work of this. (laughs) True. (laughs) I would have made short work of this. <laughs> what if Will Smith and Tyler Lee Jones just like showed up and they're like, we'll take it from here. <laughs> like, oh, the men in black. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I guess it would be, I guess it would be Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson because it's international. Oh, right. It's, it's, it's their jurisdiction. <laughs> it's technically their jurisdiction. <laughs> uh, don't they, they're in London, right? That's like where their yeah, base is. That's where the lion's share of the movie is. Yeah. I it's, still haven't seen it. It's a you don't have to. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I, I I'd rather not because I think it would just bum me out. Yeah, it's it's it it made me really appreciate the sophistication that the first one had. Yeah, just like how 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 like seriously that movie took its audience compared to international, mm. where it's yeah. Well, it was written by uh, the Bill and Ted writer. Yeah, as opposed to uh, the new movie, which was basically written by the producer. Right, yeah. It was like, I know Men in Black more than any of you I, dumb screenwriters. I, I know Men in Black better than the Men in Black themselves. Yep. Turns out, it was wrong. I just really like this lighting. Yeah, the lighting's great. I mean, Bill Pope's killing it in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Andy picks up this mallet. 
uh, which I, I, I assume is like a croquet mallet, I guess. Yeah. Right? Gotta be. It's really big, though. Did we get any responses about our cricket questions? No. Okay. Okay. No, we did not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I assume that's like a croquet mallet because, like, it seems like this club has like a lot of like party games. Mm, yeah, yeah. And so it's like croquet and like pool and yes. darts and stuff. So he's got this croquet mallet. It's a big croquet mallet, and uh, I think he's gonna he's planning on just like bashing his head in. Mm. He's just gonna kill Gary King. I'm so- <laughs> I'm suddenly surprised. There's never been any like. Because I think of the the mallets, I think of Heather's, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm surprised no one's ever done like Heather's versus zombies. I don't know; it's a very underrated zombie weapon, the croquet mallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so was a so was a cricket bat until. True. <laughs> until it's not. <laughs> yeah, until 2004. Um, yeah, I also like how freaked out Stephen and and Peter seem to be. Hmm. About like Andy's plan here, they're like, "Oh my god, is he really going to do this?" Because even when they step up behind him here, they look like they're like, "I mean, I'm not going to stop him, but I want to get a good, better view of what's about to happen." Because this is <laughs> <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> it's so interesting when the little pocket, the little doubles that form within this group, whether it's Gary and Peter, and now Peter and Stephen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the sign of a really successful ensemble is when each unique combination of them kind of yields new stuff. stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I wish we could have seen more of uh, Pete and Oliver. That's true. We don't see a lot of Pete Pete and Oliver. Yeah. I I almost wonder if it's just because it would be really boring. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like Oliver, in order for Oliver to be interesting, I think he needs to be constantly challenged or yeah, annoyed. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. He's only funny. He's only interesting when bothered. Right. Right. And Peter would never bother him. No. <laughs> so they would just sit there, I feel, and stare <laughs> at each other. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. This This shot of the three of them is really good. It's great. And it's great how dramatic they're allowing both these guys to be. Yeah. Oh man, I uh, there's a there's a bit on the on the Blu-ray about this scene and uh, how this is like a, I guess it's a rubber. Oh, okay. It's a rubber post. That's great. Yeah, that they like carve to look like oh, a wooden post. That's so that's so worth it. Yeah. Because I don't know, physical stuff is so hard to pull off successfully because it's so much about rhythm, right? And like the contact, and the fact that you can get the physical react, the the effect of him really full force energy hitting himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just wouldn't be the same unless they did that. Yeah. But but yeah. So I guess I guess I mean he really went for it, and I guess it's 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 rubber, so it does have some give. Sure. But uh, not enough to not hurt like hell. Yeah. The force, still. That, he's, the force that he's going. Yeah. yeah it's, it'd be like a... Yeah. yeah. It's rubber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But it did. He's, but I do remember him saying that it like, allowed him to go faster because it was like he was bouncing off of it. Got it. You yeah. know? It, it's, it's, it's very subtly of like cartoon energy. 
because it's somewhat hyper real because you're right if it was wood it wouldn't have that bounce reaction yeah but that is so satisfying very much so and kind of makes it just hyper real enough even though it is so subtle it kind of makes it safe to laugh at yeah because you know that thing the humans do where if they can feel that it's not safe they don't laugh they kind of like cringe or like oh uh." Uh, yeah right (laughs) it's true um anyway the Mad Titan. The Mad Titan, Gary King. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> the rubber band man. Oh boy. Um, all right. Well, I think that's uh I think that's all we got for Yeah. For episodes, right? We're no longer an Amazon affiliate. Nope. Don't have to worry about that anymore. We got the Facebook group though. We do have the Facebook group though, the Cornetto Minute Listeners Society. Pub. Pub. The Cornetto the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a great little community of uh, of some of our listeners continuing the conversation started on this podcast, mm-hmm. correcting us if we are wrong. <laughs> That's not all they do. That's a, no, 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 no. Uh, they point they point stuff out. You know, like I don't know. Like I I feel like it really. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot. I've yeah. just learned a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, and then you know, like, like the Facebook group. memes and videos and anything related to like Edgar Wright's filmography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, what's What's the status on the the Sparks documentary? Is that still happening? Oh right, yeah. Because like, that's uniquely. I mean, like, I if it's in, it seems something that could be worked on remotely. I would think so, but I don't. Maybe he wasn't done shooting it. Yeah, or maybe it was supposed to like. Because I I assume that it was supposed to come out at the same time as Sparks' new album. Yeah, but. Maybe that already happened. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, it just came out like two weeks ago or something mm. like that. I wonder if if there was meant to be a part of it where he was going to like film like a concert. Oh, uh, yeah. On this new tour for this new album. Mm-hmm. And like it just never happened. It never happened for obvious reasons. Mm. Maybe that's what's holding it back. Um, it sounds like do we wait? Do we make a new ending? Right, right, right. Do we, call, do we edit a new kind of ending out of what we have right yeah that, that's uh i don't know documentaries are crazy like it's it's crazy that you just like shoot a bunch of stuff and then you're like okay well what's the story what did i do what did i do and then you'd like put something to get documentaries are nuts mm-hmm. i don't know take a lot of commitment yeah i don't even know how to, i couldn't even begin to make a documentary i don't think it, mm-hmm. it's just it's a lot um but i was very curious to see what an Edgar Wright documentary looked like. Definitely, yeah. I, I, I um, something I watched recently in quarantine was the uh, that that Bob Dylan documentary by, directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah, No Direction Home. Right, and it's crazy how you can still he's able to produce his sort of like energy build up of like oh you know like the like mood. Mm-hmm. And like progression and stuff through documentary edits and like footage inserts and stuff. Yeah. So like I'd be really interested to see how Edgar Wright comes out of this. Yeah. Out of, out of a documentary format. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. that he's really passionate about. Right. Right. So I'm just I'm 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 really interested in that. I'm excited to hear uh, more about it because it's you know I'm ex- I'm excited that next year we're probably going to get two Edgar Wright films in two completely different genres. Yeah. You know, nonfiction documentary and uh, fiction thriller horror. Yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, excited about that. Here's hoping. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, but we'll uh, be back tomorrow with Minute 77. 77. But for now, let's move on.